Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider High School Podcast. This is Marty Millard, and I'm joined by Mitch McCumber. And our segment sponsored by Pub 52, brand new Pub 52 over in Sergeant Bluff. Uh, Justin Truy, owner over there, doing a great job uh, marketing his new restaurant, uh, Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, go over there, check it out, and uh, tell them Siouxland Sports Insider sent you over there. Um, Mitch, we're kind of winding down here, regular season for boys. Uh, girls postseason is officially started, and uh, March Madness is not that far away. No, and uh, you know it's it's about to get really interesting in the girls' side of the bracket too. Um, you spoke about Puff Fifty Two. I went there. I've been there twice actually. <laughs> Gotten pizza both times. It's phenomenal. So if you haven't tried it, do try it out. Not a sponsor plug. I'm just being honest. Their pizza is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, but w- as far as girls go, we we talked about these these two teams in the state of Iowa at least because we know. And the the Sioux Falls are the South Dakota region. We have Dakota Valley, who's going to make a name for themselves and do a little bit of run themselves. Mm-hmm. But playoffs time has started here in the state of Iowa. We already had a one first round matchup uh, between Sergeant Bluff and Greene County, and we actually just sat had a sit down, which will also be on the the website here in a little bit, uh, with Bishop Healing coach Darren Kulstra and his Bishop Healing Crusaders await the winner of tonight's matchup on. Today is Wednesday between Humboldt and Lamars. Um, both of those those teams uh, you are going to put up a valiant effort. Um, we obviously won't know the score until after this is posted. But we spoke to, to Darren, and he said, honestly, we don't care who we get. We just got to make sure that we're, we're prepared and, and good to go. And if they played Lamars twice um, with really similar outcomes, yeah. we, I think one or two points was a difference for each of them. And it's and he talked about it too. It's hard to beat the same team three times. They mm-hmm. know exactly, you know what to expect. Um, you know they have the same time to game plan as you do because Heelan doesn't know the winner of this game until after it's done. And obviously the winner will then be able to prepare for for Heelan as well. Obviously a huge thing with 4A and 5A as we talked about in the other podcast as well is home court advantage. Right. You don't get that in 3A. Or 2A or 1A. You get it for the first couple rounds. When it goes to the regional championship, you meet in the middle. Neutral floor, yeah. So, and uh, that that's huge. We talked about, you know, the home the home court advantage for, for Heelan. Playing at home in front of a, a crowd, especially on, it'd be on a Tuesday night for the championship game or the regional championship game, uh, it'd be huge for this team. But this team's got to click, and I don't think that they just have to worry, and, and it's coach's cliche, mm-hmm. but worry about the game at hand. Do you, what you got to do play your style of basketball, and handle business. And I don't think Keelan is going to have to to worry too much. Um, you know, Humboldt is going to be a good opponent, or Lamar's, like we said. And then if it goes down to it, they could play a Spencer team, who we've seen on uh, the brackets here, that really match up really well against uh, Keelan. Their, their numbers are pretty identical, pretty similar. But all in all, Keelan just got to win the game on Saturday and then turn around and then win their game on Tuesday. But – what I've, I even with the sit down with with Darren, mm-hmm. I like everything about this team with the the junior leaded team that they have, and then some of their really experienced and good sophomores. Um, we even talked about it too. Free throw percentage is huge in the playoffs. One of the best free throw shooting girls teams I've seen in the state. They press. It's so hard to emulate that in practice, especially only getting two days to practice that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be super hard for for anyone to to match up against Helen until they get down to the tournament. Um, down at the wells, and I think even then, you only have a couple days to prepare. Healing's going to be a tough out. Yeah, they really will. And you mentioned mentioned that uh, you know defensive pressure, the 
the press after a made shot. And, um, you know, yeah, they they can heat you up real quick and you can run out of timeouts real quick too. So um, Darren, Darren coaches a great scheme. He's got great assistance. Uh, Jeff Donaldson there as well, who we made mention to earlier. Um, they, they have what it takes uh, to, to get to the Wells Fargo Arena and compete, not only compete, but, but win a state championship. And, uh, yeah, I like what they have. Uh, interesting that uh, Humboldt, um, Humboldt-Lamar's game that you made mention of, uh, that winner will f- square off with Heelan this Saturday night. Um, just another reminder, you got to buy your tickets online, folks, uh, through the Iowa Athletic Association. Um, and then Humboldt, I just thought I'd mention, they got a freshman here, Morgan Mann, 5'9 guard, 15.8 points per game. We'll see how she does against uh, Lamar's tonight. And then uh, flip that over on the other side of the bracket. You've got Gilbert, 13-8, and eight, uh, versus Storm Lake, 5-16. and 16. They're on the floor as we speak. And Gilbert's uh, taking a three-game win streak into that contest. That winner will square off with Spencer, uh, as you mentioned, 15-7. and seven. Uh, Good, solid team on Saturday night. And then the winners hook up next Tuesday. Uh, 7 p.m. Um, at Bishop Heelan, assuming Heelan's the winner. Uh, so stand by. Lots of good basketball to be played, Mitch. Yeah, and then we got a game, uh, a game for Heelan on Saturday, and then hopefully we'll see here in in the Class 3A region, Sergeant Bluff facing off against Atlantic right now. Yeah, they'll hopefully be playing a regional championship game on Saturday. That obviously site is to be determined because of 3A. Um, being a um, middle middleman type of thing, so then they're going to face if they win today a Harlan or Des Moines Christian team where it's going to be it's there's not a whole lot in between mm-hmm. um, from from Sergeant Bluff to Harlan and then Sergeant Bluff to Des Moines Christian. You know we talked about it too. Harlan could lose this game yeah. and then have to host the winner, <laughs> yeah. Des Moines Christian and Sergeant Bluff the very next week. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of would be a, a history of unfortunate events. That would not be something that you would want to do if you're uh, if you're Harlan. But I think you know Sergeant Bluff has to handle business uh, against Atlantic tonight. A, a good Atlantic team. Um, obviously, going to see a little bit more than what they saw against Green County, mm-hmm. and and. Marty, I wasn't at the game against Green County for Sergeant Bluff, but I did get updates and was kind of paying attention through um, social media. Man, I, I, it, I feel bad for the Green County team. Uh, it, it was just a all-in-all all was an onslaught. Yeah. Uh, when you have a, a player from the other team score more than your entire team does, it's obviously a recipe for disaster. Uh, Sergeant Bluff winning that game 63-13. to I believe at halftime even it was right around the 40-50 mark to two. I think there was yeah. only two points scored. Not good man. Uh, for Green County in the first half, and and it was uh, it was just a really good performance. They had 27 steals, two blocks. Um, they had 30 rebounds as a team. They really played collectively together, and they played some good basketball. They ran it through um, their their center now senior uh, Emma Salker. And we, you know, with the absence of of Peyton Hardy, mm-hmm. they're still clicking and moving yeah. the ball pretty well, um, and they're they're doing what you want uh, out of a team to to make it farther in the bracket. You know, they beat and if they end up beating Atlantic tonight, and they they play on Saturday, they I like their matchup favorable too against Des Moines Christian. I do and, too. And Harlan, and we could all of a sudden be seeing by Tuesday if the if Helen advances. 
two teams from the Sioux City region down at the Wells Fargo representing, you know, our, our city. And I think that's, uh, you know, something that we kind of pointed to in the beginning mm-hmm. of the season mm-hmm. and it's kind of fallen into t- tuition now. Obviously, Sergeant Wolf takes a little bit of a, of a knock, you know, losing a star player, mm-hmm. um, whereas Helan, you know, uh, goes in what we presume to be um, at full strength. And But I think that uh, both teams just play a certain style of basketball and they play it so well that it's yeah. hard to – to really get a, a grasp on um, what what you're going to see down at, at the state tournament. And, and it's all credit to this, this conference. You know, they had to play each other twice, both really good games decided by eight or less points. They play against some talent, a talented team out of Lake East, or you go across uh, the way and you play a team in Dakota Valley and the girls. These teams are battle-tested. They know exactly what they're going to face, and they're going to face teams that they've seen throughout the years and you know Sergeant Wolf's taken four losses Heelan's taken two those are you know humbling experiences but they're also teaching moments for both coaches um, and I think that you know both these teams are going to be super ready obviously you got to win the game at hand two more games until you're down uh, playing basketball in front of your fans at, at, for a chance to play for a state uh, title but I think both teams are, are doing exactly what they need to do to be playing yeah I agree with you Mitch yeah I mean you're looking for eight solid quarters of basketball out of each team and uh it'd be it'd be spectacular if Siouxland was represented uh with Sergeant Bluff uh in the Wells Fargo Arena as well as Bishop Helan so uh two well coached teams too let's uh let's give coach Hardy some credit here cuz he had to kind of pull a rabbit out of his hat when his daughter was lost due to injury and um that team has definitely responded and you know I I'd, I'd like to give credit and mention to the coaching staff over there that uh, they've really held things together but uh, you know these girls are so competitive that you almost sense they've rallied behind that injury and uh, have done a really good job staying focused and zeroed in on on the task at hands which which certainly was a goal at the beginning of the season to uh, finish the year in in Des Moines. Definitely you talk about two really good coach teams we have a game tomorrow that being Thursday on Metro Sports Metro Television, Sports TV, yep. between two, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say good coaches. I'd say great coaches, and and Jordan Kleiss and Raz Vanderloo, East versus Dakota Valley, mm-hmm. the best team men's basketball in the region in the state of Iowa versus the best team in the state of South Dakota. I mean, if if you're on your couch and you aren't able to make it to the game, tune in. It's gonna be. As good as advertised, uh, we put our predictions in in the Metro Sports yeah. game. Um, I'm not calling it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just there uh, as a spectator and there to to record it for for the Metro Sports game, so I can put my input into this game and what I think is going to happen mm-hmm. or needs to happen for either team. Yep. I just think that with how they match up with guards to bigs all the way through mm-hmm. the five and the bench, because mm-hmm. um, both teams I think have a very uh, stout bench. Um, I, I don't even know if you give an, a nod either way. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that you would probably give to anyone is that Dakota Valley is at home, but East travels so well that you wouldn't, you might not even be able to tell if they're at home. Yeah. Um, but going into this matchup, Marty, and I know you're probably going to be in the stands uh, spectating this one. What are you looking forward to if you're Dakota Valley to stop East and if you're East to stop Dakota Valley? Yeah, that's a great question, Mitch, because it's, it's uh you know both both offenses are kind of high octane so 
you're going to be giving up some points regardless on, on either end. So you just kind of kind of defensively, I think in that perspective, uh, you know, somebody's going to get his, be it Bruns, uh, be it Rosenquist, and then B. Ray over on the other side, Cole Ritchie, Preston Dobbs, um, all those kids. So I, I expected a really tightly contested game. I think it's a great game um, for Raz Vanderloo and Sioux City East um, to have before uh, the postseason starts. And, uh, yeah, Dakota Valley tough at home. I mean, I need to look it up, but it's been a minute since they lost a game at home um, on their own floor. So I, I'm, I'm going to be in attendance. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great atmosphere and, and uh, a lot of good athletes on the floor going up and down the floor. So, I mean, me, really, when I look at this, it might just come down to, to individual matchups. It just depends what kind of defense they're playing. And I look for both teams to kind of, you know, throw junk defenses at each other. You're going to have to change up some things. If somebody gets rolling, uh, you know, there'll be timeouts. You have to get in the huddle and, and make those key adjustments, and especially at the half. So um, it'll be important, though, whoever can get out of the gate early is is definitely um, going to be at an advantage. And Dakota Valley being at home, um, you know, they're very comfortable playing on their own floor. Uh, in East, um, they kind of struggled last time they were, they were on the road um, over at uh, Council Bluffs AL. So, uh, but I still think this this could come down to a one to two possession game. Uh, free throws will be huge, and um, watch, watch the turnovers in this contest. If there's any fast break points on either side, uh, I think you'll find your winner there. Yeah, and and we talked, like I said, we talked about the the matchups before, and if you wanna you wanna go in, you have. You can go with Jackson Winger at the post versus Brant Van Dyke at the post. Yeah. And then you go to your your guard and you're going to have Bruns and B-Ray go at it. Mm -hmm. But I think the most interesting matchup here is Randy Rosenquist versus Cole, Cole Ritchie. Ritchie. yeah. And yep. and these guys are, you know, I call Randy Rosenquist Mr. 5x5 five five because mm -hmm. he's going to get you all, all five in the, in the statistical categories. But... Cole Ritchie's the same thing. You know, yeah. they, they both came off of a great year in football. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Cole's a little bit later on, but, you know, yep. really proving that he, he's going to be the starting quarterback for this team next year. Mm -hmm. And and he does the the has the personification of the, the same thing on the, the court, too. He's, he's the quarterback. He leads this offense. Yeah. Um, whether it not be with the ball in his hand, whether it not be scoring, mm -hmm. um, what, what have you, he just he runs the offense, and the offense – may not go through him all the time, but is orchestrated by him, and that's going to be huge. And then, you know, you go on the other side, and Rosenquist, who watched the game versus uh, West, and he almost had triple-double after the first quarter. And just this, how he plays, he, they're so aggressive um, with the passing lanes to where if you're lazy on passes, they're cutting through. Um, he had a couple no-look dimes. He can spread the floor. He can shoot the ball really well. And it's easy for you to take your attention off of Rosenquist because you have a Mr. P basketball player candidate in, in the other guard playing with him, and that, that being Isaac Bruns. Mm -hmm. It's just there's, not, there's a, not a whole lot both these kids can't do, yeah. and it's going to be um, to their defensive side on who can stop who. I think they're basically going to – it's going to be a heavyweight fight. Yeah. It's going to be four rounds, maybe yep. five, if yep. we go into overtime, mm -hmm. and it's going to be who's able to take the last the last hit and stay up. 
And I think that this game is going to come down to it. It's going to be a, a good matchup through three quarters. Fourth quarter, I think the team that's a little bit more weathered mm-hmm. in this game is going to prevail. I would give that advantage to Dakota Valley. Mm-hmm. And I had predicted earlier a score of 72-63. Could be a lot higher than that. Both mm-hmm. teams could be cold shooting and could have a lower scoring game, which mm-hmm. would definitely be anything under 70 points is low scoring for both yeah. of these squads. Yeah. So I think it's going to be just a great game, probably the best basketball um, that this area has seen in, yeah. in a while. Um, you know, you had DV take on some some great opponents. Um, you know, this is probably the best opponent that East is going to take on since that Council Bluffs game. Yeah, uh, just going to be be really uh, exciting to see both teams. You're you're pushing a late pl- or an early part of your playoff push for if you're Dakota Valley. Got a couple games left of the regular season for East. After this game, you basically match up into it's a play. You have a first round bye, uh, but then you do go into um, your playoff uh, hopes there, and you'll you'll play. And you know if you win and, and move on, you you have a chance of of playing on the road against a really good Ankeny team. Yep. And you're going to need to be battle tested, and this is going to be a really good measuring stick for this team. And I'm just really excited to see the game uh, tomorrow, Thursday at seven yeah. o'clock, at Dakota Valley. Yeah, it's uh, you make a good point about these two teams, and you know I'm thankful that the athletic directors got together and made this game possible. One hundred percent. I mean, it's perfect timing. They're two of the best teams in the area, uh, without question. So I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm kind of predicting um, they're going to cut off, choke off the the fast break um, on both sides, and I almost look for. Uh, a little bit of a half-court game in the second half. So I'm looking for a little bit lower scoring game. And uh, I'm, I'm going to take East high on the road here. Um, I think East wins a tight game by about three points, four points. And uh, it'll be one that people are talking about the next day for sure. And, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Again, the game is on Metro Sports TV. Uh, so if you're not uh, able to make it, just make sure you get that plugged. We'll have the uh, – the link obviously is on the website yep. uh, as ours as well, and you can mm-hmm. always watch it on the Rockfin app if you're chilling on your couch or you know on the go. You can always watch the games there as well. But obvi- this is going to be the best game that you can see non-playoffs yeah. in, in yep. the, the later stretch of of January and obviously going into February before we hit that March period with guys basketball. Um, going to be everything. All eyes are going to be on it from yeah, from our standpoint. Definitely. So it's definitely going to be a good one to watch. And then obviously, uh, when we come back next week, we'll have a lot of the girls' matchups yeah. to talk about. Um, some lower scoring games are going on right now, and some girls' basketball. So, but all all games in the regions are close, and definitely going to be ones to keep your eye on. Um, obviously, uh, tonight's game, Sergeant Bluff. If they were to win, they play Saturday. And a chance to go to state. Helan plays on Saturday. Yep. And then if they win, they play on Tuesday with a chance to go to state. So all eyes on uh, basketball here in the metro area. And, I mean, you, you couldn't ask for some better games. Three good games, three quality games out of three local area teams that are going to be played in the next five to six days. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down and enjoy it with some popcorn, Marty. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I agree with you, Mitch, and looking forward to it. And uh, be sure to listen in to us next week. We're going to have – uh, wall-to-wall coverage on the postseason games, both boys and girls. And, uh, again, um, keep keep it in your mind, too. We're not too far off here. The weather's been kind to us. Softball and baseball season is rapidly approaching. The Major League 
baseball folks may not get things figured out, but we know our high schools will. So uh, we'll, we'll be in a hurry to, uh, to support that. But uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Pub 52, brand new uh, sports bar and grill over in Sergeant Bluff. Uh, please check them out. They are our postseason sponsor, and we'll look forward to talking to you down the tournament trail.